we're back again. So we'll give our favorite NI whoop, queen, Jasmine Masters, a call today to chat about her Bunch with Tiffany episode. Uh-huh. Apparently that's copywritten, so don't she come just, at me. She's so just. <laughs> and then we're going to give Cameron Michaels a call from RuPaul's Drag Race Vegas Review because that whole vacation turned into a breakcation. Oh, my God. Can you believe? <sighs> I, I mean, I, I, oh God, let's talk we'll about it. We'll get into it later. Okay. Yeah. We just got to get into our podcast. So VH100, the podcast starts now. Hello, hi, and welcome to VH100, the official podcast for all things VH1, pop yes. culture, and more. If you haven't subscribed or commented, I always say it. So hi, I am Easy Manoli. That's right, and I'm Lejeune, and we're excited about yet another amazing episode of VH100, the podcast. And if you cool cats want to get in on the conversation, make sure you're using that hashtag, VH100 podcast, and talk that talk with us. (laughs) Easy, what's up? You know, uh, I have a little anal fistula situation, so this week is my big surgery week. Wait, what? (laughs) Remember how it had a bad abscess? Yes. Oh, yes. So that got like, you know, sorry to jump off with this podcast with some nastiness, but that homeboy got drained out and then it infected this like little channel passageway that we have called an anal fistula, I guess. What? I didn't even know about my anal fistula. Uh, Everybody got an anal fistula, y'all. And from what I understand is uh, the little abscess thing kind of infected this other parts so there's like this whole situation going down where i have to get like some surgical thread put in and it kind of like comes out of a certain hole <laughs> and right. they have to tie it and it's in there for six to eight weeks well i'm just glad that you're getting this taken care of and that during you know, the quarantine right right exactly and then also not only that that like something didn't like bust before you realized that there was an infection so <laughs> yay for proactivity <laughs> I'm so productive. So, uh, yeah, I've never really had like a kind of, you know, procedure surgery before. Right. So So how are you feeling? I feel like I'm okay, but everyone else is like kind of freaking me out. And then I watched like a YouTube video of how this goes down. And apparently they're going to like clamp me open as if I'm giving birth. Are you going to be sleep though? Yeah, so, so there's be, be fine. Which, yeah, <laughs> which I want to talk to Jasmine Masters about because in the brunch with Tiffany episode. No, I think how- maybe you shouldn't talk to Jasmine yeah. <laughs> Masters about this. Talk to me. It's fine. Nice okay. little nap. You wake Got up it. and you're good, like and Tiffany said. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, if you, <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, somebody should come get you. I was like, oh, shit. So, that happened um, to me. Let me tell you. They said that to me, too. Let me tell you. I... They said somebody had to come get me. I absolutely could not get on the train and I should just be going straight home. So this one, when I had this done before uh, a oral procedure, mm-hmm. when I woke up, I like made this, I made like some places they make the person come inside, but I sort of like lied. I think I said somebody that was just standing around was there for me. And I not only got on the train, but I went to work. And oh, finished wow. out my work day. Like okay. this, 
This is like the self-pleasing knucklehead that I used to be. I mean, I mean, not self-pleasing, but like people-pleasing knucklehead that I yeah. was in my twenties. And I was like, I have work to do. I've got. Let's not worry about my health. Let's get back to work. Exactly. Well, yeah, we do have that mentality a lot. Yeah, but, but we have to grow and do better for ourselves. So easy. If you need someone to come, let me know. Oh, yeah, I drive. I think I'm okay because they did say something about like, oh, you could take a car service home. Oh yes. I'm like, oh yes. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but okay. everything just seems very. But if intense. you need a homie, you know I'll come. Of course, no, I know I appreciate that, but that means I'm like I can't have you know sex for six to eight weeks. Well, kind of. So then I don't we'll know be how- in the same boat. I mean, I can, <laughs> but I'm not. Oh, yeah, we shouldn't be anyways because I forgot we're in a quarantine, too. But Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but let me tell you, if I were to pick you up, I would put a, a whoopee cushion down when you sat down. I would Because <laughs> that would be so great if you sat down and just thought your butt was broke. I thought it was, oh <laughs> You're God. like, wait, flagellants, unexpected flagellants? <laughs> this is not... <laughs> Well, I thank you for that you're support. Like, you're I welcome. Really <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure more to come on that from because yeah, yeah that's gonna be a forever ending saga. But you're good. I'm good. Everything's cute. I had my last little beach weekend. It was like mm-hmm. the, the waters were too rough for actual water. But we did something completely unsafe. But I felt safe about it at the time, <laughs> and everything worked out well. We made a underground tunnel in the sand. Like you crawled. You. Physically I physically was able to crawl through it. Taj and all his friends and the dads, they actually <laughs> built it. And then they built that thing strong enough where I actually could physically get through. I actually, rec- they, the kids put lights inside the tunnel. They were like little lights. I actually took a video of myself going through the tunnel. It was I, very small. You so, have to share that with me. That's oh, so I will. I will. I will send it to you. And it was kind of small. So I felt like if it did collapse, I could get the children out quick enough for anyone to go through too much trauma. Was it, near, it was obviously not near the water, right? Because with the waters coming up, it would... Right, yeah, right. it wasn't too okay. close to the water. Yeah, and then also what I've learned is that you shouldn't really even bury people in the sand too close to the water where the water is too is still wet because sand has like gone in and have it yeah. had like a quicksand effect. So yes, that's any, whenever what you're I was playing thinking. with that sand, get as far back as you can. But it worked out. We're all here. I made it through the tunnel. The kids are okay. And everything is great. My mom texted me and she was like, be safe. So I emailed, I texted her a video of me going through the tunnel. It was it's so like, great. This is me being safe. I mean, that does sound like a lot of fun. Like, you know, back in the day when we were kids, like building igloos. Right. So I mean, th- but I've never done a, that's a lot of, how much time did that take? That's a lot Well, Taj's friend legitimate had a full, like an old school shovel, like with like a metal bottom. Oh, like wow. a real shovel. And then they use that to like really get the hole. And then they use Taj's like little toy shovel to really get in there and get the pathway through and then to widen it. It was yeah. like quite the project. I was so impressed by their tenacity that I couldn't and hate patience. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like all the people at the beach would come by and they were sort of like checking it out. Like, <laughs> wow, man, like letting their kids go through or whatever or asking to borrow the shovel as if they were going to make their own tunnel. But they shortly brought the shovel back. It was Oh, cute. great. Well, I only hope that I love it because you had some tunnel stuff and I have some tunnel stuff. Yeah. So there we go. A lot of pathways. Let's go. (laughs) Well, I'm happy that you made it out okay because we have some stuff to talk about today and some phone calls to do. And we will start off with Brunch with Tiffany. Let's. So we'll get Jasmine Masters on the phone soon. But first, 
you know, we were shucking oysters and feeding them to Caesar and his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Love that the man, he always rolls up with sunglasses and we all know why. So that's why I always literally, whenever I work with any of our talent, I always make sure to have some certain eye drops with me at all times. Fancy. You're These so drops, fancy. Yeah. Well, because the eye drops that I have literally make your eyes the whitest of all white. Because, um, you know, if you want to do some, something, something, it clears you up. But anyhow, nice. he shows up in his And <laughs> why do you have the eye drops? Just for the talent? Just for the talent. But I just use them myself because I look very hydrated all the time. I don't know. Wait, so tell me more. <laughs> so you are I, I adding extra account. lubrication into the eyes to give you a look like so you look yeah, alive, look. look alive. Look at my eyes. I have them in. I put the drops in today. They look great. Call. Do they look better than mine? I mean, think so. I they think seem so. brighter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so really, what do I, I, where watch, do I like, get these drops? The, like, the CDC is probably like, these are not healthy. But Emmanuel, like, I'm going to I text me the drops. So I would just want to see how it affects my natural eye. Yeah, no, I would love for you to try them. So, yeah, text me your tunnel video. I'll text you the job. <laughs> Thank you. Also, because I wear glasses and sometimes I don't wear glasses because ever since I started wearing glasses, my vision started becoming worse each year. So mm. in order to like try to alleviate the dependency, sometimes I don't wear them. And then yeah. it does. I can see well, but one of my eyes is significantly um, not as strong worse. as the other. And it yep. strains my eyes and it can make my eyes red. And the reason why I went to the eye doctor to get glasses in the first place is because my mom thought I was smoking weed. And I, she was like, why are your eyes red? And I was like, mom, I'm not doing drugs. I love yeah. that. She took you to an eye doctor instead. Yeah, and so I would hate to like be in life and somebody sees a strain and they're like, girl, what, what well, is yeah, the deal? That where someone thinks that I'm drinking and they're like, oh, your eyes are glassy. And I'm like, no, I'm just a little tired and I know I don't look it, but yeah, so that's why I, you know, dabbled in these little cute. eye drops. Cute. Little life hack. Okay, thanks. There you boo. go. So, but yeah, so Caesar rolls in with the sunglasses, yes. never takes them off, but that's fine. And he's talking about his trip to Memphis, how he paid respect to the king. Yes. And of course, I knew Tiffany, you know, we just know how she thinks. And I love that right away. She's like, you went to Graceland? And right. he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about Martha, Martin Luther King, baby. Right, 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 right. To pay right, right, right. respect to his ancestors because it's important to know where you came from and the struggle of your ancestors and where you came from and how how you are able to have the life that you do today. Exactly. So I love that they did that. And we know our girl Tiffany loves to chat about everyone's dating life, which it seems he is single and now that his daughter is in her teens, he has to make sure his next girl is someone that she can look up to, which is very true. Yeah. And he's feeling, listen, as long as a woman has good characteristics, ba-bam, we are on board because we are not thinking with that other head down there. Right. I mean, which I think does that have this a is, mind of its own. I'm noticing a trend and you guys tell me what you think as we continue to watch more episodes. But I feel like every man that comes onto the show when Tiffany is like, what do you want? They're like, I just want a woman that's educated and, yeah, yeah. and loyal and smart. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, I'm all those things. And I'm single <laughs> as fuck. And I'm cute. And I have great credit. And I, yo, right. And there's so many things. And I'm like, you guys are full of shit. Like, (laughs) sorry. No, I agree. Because (laughs) in my world, too, I'm like, okay, so what? Please. I have chicken tender arms. I don't have big biceps. And, you know, I'm doing busting out some push-ups here and there. But exactly. They're always like, oh, I want something serious, a genuine connection. I'm like, I'm as genuine as they get. I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah, goodbye. Right. So basically, according <laughs> to this interview, all the all the Instagram thoughts out there, don't bark up that seizure tree because nowadays, according to him, you could buy a whole ass body. But like Lejeune said, maybe he just said that for Tiffany's purposes. I don't know. It's true. And then also, like, you don't need to buy me a body, honey boo boo, because God you- made me great just the way I am. Fine, honey. Mm. Mm. <laughs> And then mm. speaking of Bade, yes. the HBIC also checked in with Caesars Black Ink crew castmate Donna. She got a whole bunch of body. Yes. And from the jump, asking what work she got done, which I always wonder, too, because I was like, she, she I, I, I have you ever met her in person? I yeah, I actually saw her for the first time standing right next to you on the set of oh, Hip Hop Squares. And yes, I looked yes, at yes. you and I was like, oh, I didn't know she was so thick. Like I have. Yeah. I have a certain and, admiration for a thick woman, you know, boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. Because, you know, the, thigh, the thighs match. The thighs all, match. It like, it's like, it's a whole situation. You're like, wait, God gave you that. Like, I don't know what just happened, what just walked past. But I did not, it didn't even read like that on TV to me. I'm like, wow, this yeah. is a thick woman. I know. I loved it. And apparently... The only thing she did was brought her love handles to her booty, which I was like, oh, damn, I should probably do the same because, you know, I do have a love handle situation. She doesn't know. She said that love handles come from white people. She does not know. Like, that's a negative. Like, yeah, like I honestly, I work can work very hard on my body. It doesn't take actually very much work for me to lose weight. But I have to work hard to get yeah. those love handles away. Like I can, like all I have to do is a little something and eat decent, and I can lose weight. But the love handles, they will fight to the end. You have to really, you gotta really do a Russian crunch on them every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, I've been trying to get rid of my love handles, but I've been finding that um, there's some men are fans of it. Yeah, and they're just like, don't get rid of this. I'm like, mm. what? Yeah, because then what actually, what would they hold on to? Something else. So, um, oh! <laughs> but you okay. know, everybody got to keep up with that exercise that, life. That's and- right. <laughs> Do what makes you feel comfortable when you look in the mirror, ladies and gents. Like, for instance, uh, like Tiffany apparently does jump rope. Like, she jumps rope. Oh, died. that is the most fire exercise. Do you know that 10 minutes of jump rope is like 30 minutes of jogging? No, that's I a didn't fact. Know that. Okay. Well, it just made me laugh because I just picture her doing it and like kind of like giggling because she's always like so happy and giggly all the time, even yeah. when I just chat with her one on one and just like envisioning her doing some like little jump rope situation. But no, yeah, maybe I, I know and that. she's got to have major sports bra situation going on because we well, all too. know Tiffany to be a busty woman and maybe she's not as busty as she was in the past. Yes. But I personally know because I actually really like to jump rope because of what I just explained. It's a great mm. workout. You burn twice the calories in half the time, but you got to strap those ladies down or it can be too much, too it's quick. It's too problematic. Yeah. But then, so it's interesting because now onto this liner that she has because we were just talking about the Caesar interview and how we were like, oh yeah, sure, this is what guys are looking for, but a blowjob a day keeps a hoe away. Hey! I, I don't know. Have you, maybe that's why we're single. Right. Because <laughs> we're like, right. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I could died, be. I died. But then, so their brunch was cut short, though, because Tiff is lactose intolerant, and that didn't stop her from eating the ice cream, though. Not, and, didn't stop her from double fisting the ice cream. Exactly, all of this. And meanwhile, I love how then she went and ate pizza with Bob the Drag Queen. I was just like, damn, this girl does not care about her dairy problem. But No, she probably popped a pill that time in advance. She was like, oh, I know true. how to take care of this. Boom. 
be proactive, y'all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so sitting down with Bob the Drag Queen, we find out that Bob's original drag name was Kitten with the Whip, which I never knew about. And for some reason, I guess folks couldn't get it right because I guess there's too many words. But an easy name to hear at a loud club is Bob. And meanwhile, I've never met a Bob at a club before. Let me just tell you, that was like such an amazing gem from this interview. Like, it was really, really cool. The amazing part about um, Brunch with Tiffany is that it was, you know, some of it can be seen on our digital series. And, you know, I was a part of helping bring it to Linear. And that Mm. was a gem that we found on the cutting room floor. And I was like, no, people have to hear this story about Bob how Bob got her name because that is an extremely fascinating story and then I to know, find out I never how, knew that right and then to find out how simple the name was and the reason for cha- the name change is that people kept messing it up it's like a mind-blowing story and I'm so yeah. glad I got to be a part of helping share that with the people Good. well thank you very much for that Lejeune you're welcome I do what I can do yeah. when I can do it you know <laughs> <laughs> but I mean obviously it worked out for her when she was on RuPaul's Jag Race because we know that she won the crown right and again another little gem that when she did win and you know they, they are out and about when they find out because you know they don't know that they win until it airs right, right. we all know this and when she came <laughs> cross paths with Thorgy Thor Apparently, Thorgy kind of gave a fake out hug and was like, oh, my God, congratulations. But Psych gave her a slap across the face. But it wasn't like, you know, a telenovela slap. It was like apparently a light slap. But still, I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. Like Bob said, don't touch anybody's face unless you're ready to fight. Exactly. So, period. Period. And then we did brunch with Jasmine Masters, where we learned how the whole NIOP viral sensation came from. So... Let's give her a call. Yes. And see if we're allowed to use this. All right, here we go. Hello? <gasps> ring, 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 ring. Hey. Now, here's the thing. We were about to say, you know, your your tagline, but we from what we understand, it might be copywritten. Right, or, we don't have the budget. We don't, we have, don't budget have the budget. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's we a might- trademark situation, we're just going to go, mm-mm, mm-mm. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You now. Yeah, right. I'm like, no, no, no. Because <laughs> we got video proof. We got audio proof. We got right. a whole bunch of receipts happening here. And I'm like, I'm good with that. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, did we smoke any of that low shit this morning? Or how are we doing? Well, you know what? I haven't smoked anything yet. I have had me a couple of cups of coffee because I'm a very big coffee queen. Mm. Um, okay. I haven't smoked because... But shit, I didn't have time to. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you brought your ass over here with this phone call, and here we are. Right, exactly. Okay, and I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, it was just one of the mornings where coffee came first. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, it naturally happens. But it was so awesome to watch the Brunch with Tiffany episode and seeing how the whole NIOP you know, viral sensation come into play because I didn't know the story behind it. And I was uh-huh. just like... God damn, I wish I was that clever when I injured one of my testicles by accident. And cute, and cute, too. Like, and cute. But then I thought, I was like, maybe it's a blessing in disguise because I'll constantly be, like, you know, hitting myself in the balls and just trying to see what else I come up with. Right, exactly. That that is great. Congratulations on that. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I I didn't expect for that to happen. It just happened. You mm-hmm. know, um, and I made the video maybe, like I said, then it was what three years ago, so it's what four, almost five years now. Yeah, and it's just amazing how someone could take the smallest thing out of the video and it could just go viral. 
Isn't it you crazy? Know? And it takes yeah. like a specific person too. You're like, how the hell did this even happen? So, but yes, <laughs> and, and you know when the streets get a hold of it too. I was like, oh shit! I was like, this is like very viral now because I always oh, hear yeah. like. And, you know, some of my straight girlfriends are like, and I oop. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, what what was killing me was the little kids saying it. They was tearing, like them little uh, kids, they was using that and I oop. Like, yeah. it was now, crazy. See, now I need to know. Now, are we digging in the little baby's bank accounts? Because I know that you have this thing <laughs> trademarked and copyrighted <laughs> all the way down to the ground. You turn this whole moment into a business venture. And you were bringing okay. in the coins from that. I'm just saying, like, you know, we know you didn't have any of that low grade this morning, but you might be able to invest in that new little crystallized high grade <laughs> stuff. What you right. start cashing in the checks from the and I ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> no, you fine, baby. <laughs> but no, that is such an amazing um way to capitalize on your own mm-hmm. brand. Yeah, it, it is. And you know, it's amazing to me. Uh, to know how many people around the world mm. has used it, how many people around the world has been selling stuff with and I oops. So it's like when I was thinking, okay, I got everything together. Then they say, well, how did we know you're the one that really made it popular? Because we have over a thousand people who are selling things with and I oops. Wow. So oh, hell. that has That's made me go crazy. through like a whole other court battle because I have to prove that. The reason why people started using it or saying it because was because of me. So, so you, is there any back pay in there with the companies that were already using the name? Or? Well, no, it never it never got used until it got popular from the video. Right. So now uh, it's just in the middle of them just proving that it got popular when right. I said. So I'm I just curious to, though. Once I'm you proved it, it, once you were able to prove it in court. The companies that made them skeptical about whether or not you were the one that brought it to popularity, did they have to mm-hmm. change their name or pay? I hope they have to pay. Right. <laughs> right. Let's <laughs> give a bitch a penny. Right. <laughs> and show some love. Spread that love because, you know. You're making money off of me. Can I get something off of it? Exactly. Exactly. You know, damn. But it's, you know, it's still a blessing to know that so many people can identify me by something good and positive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm happy about that out of the long run. That's a big blessing for me. Indeed. I mean, yeah, no, and clearly your friends, AKA your fans are uh-huh. all about it. And we also loved hearing the story about meeting Patty LaBelle and how she uh-huh. inspired you to treat your, fr- your fans and friends uh, graciously. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Patty though, did you love the versus battle? Yes, I did. What were you doing? <laughs> what were we doing? <laughs> I was sitting on the beds and watching. Oh, I loved it. Day. I just loved and then it. Dion came out. I thought it was amazing. And I, I know their friendship, you know, because I've mm-hmm. been a fan of Patty's and really Gladys for my whole life. So I know their friendship. So to mm. see them together doing that and they both looking good and everyone still, you know, had their good mindset and stuff. Right. It was amazing to see them together. And it brought to, a whole different feeling. It was so the, beautiful. Mm-hmm. To see it them be amazing. able to smell their roses while they're still here and to be able yes. to receive it and to just have fun in their queendom because they were just living. So it was just beautiful to see. I agree. Yes, it was. You know, I thought it was great. I think it was 100% uh, worth it. Oh, a million. Uh, yeah, Ooh, a if you million did a versus, <laughs> who would you go? If it was a, a Jasmine Masters versus, who would you go against? <laughs> Who would I go against? 
Um, oh, it's so many. I have so many like good friends that I can connect with. But I probably have to go with Kennedy, someone that you guys already know. I will go with Kennedy. All right, Boom, let's do that right forward. here. You heard it here yeah. first of VH100, baby. <laughs> 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 I know me and Kennedy, we enjoy each other, you know, for yes. a you know, like a really we have a really good friendship. I love like we're we're family, you know. Yes. So I know we have a good time together. That's why I have it's, a good it's, time. it's important to have that chemistry too. Mm-hmm. So. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because it helps it helps it go over well. <laughs> Hello. And the sound, you just gotta have a little chemistry and good sound, and you good. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> right. But so back to the the, the friends, right? So the, there's a mom and daughter out in London that you mm-hmm. took out for lunch that we learned from the brunch with Tiffany episode. So uh-huh. do, you, do you still stay in contact with them to this day? Yes. That's so cute. Yeah. I love that. They um, when I go live and stuff on Instagram, they would be on there. They say hi. I talk to them. Um, then we send each other messages over the messenger or the DMs and like each other pictures and stuff. Yeah, oh, my that is so sweet. But let me ask you. You know that went over well, and you guys have maintained a friendship. But have you ever had any crazy fan encounters? You know what? I think I have more crazy fans encounters before the show mm. uh, because I was stalked one time from, you know, somebody had stalked me. That's scary. Was, like, yeah, physically? Yeah, girl, was scary, girl. <laughs> wow. Hold on. Like, they would physically stalk you? Like, they would, like, show yes. up? <gasps> yes. Like, and I didn't know it. It took me, like, it was almost a month, three weeks or so before I realized that the guy was even stalking me. You know, because I seen him in the bars before, um, but he just bought me a glass of, you know, wine one time and we sat there, talked and had a good conversation. It wasn't mm-hmm. nothing about stress, nothing about hooking up, just a great conversation. Yeah. And one of the girls had told me, girl, watch out for him because he liked the girls and he stops. And I'm like, mm. girl, you're not gonna, I'm a queen. He ain't gonna worry about me. <laughs> but lo and behold, boyfriend was driving up and down my street. And it just so happened like the night before a girl was one of the girls that he had stalked re- uh, previously seen him in a club and she was spooked out about it. So when she started describing his car and da 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 da, I'm in the shower in my window facing <sighs> the street. I'm looked out and I see this car driving up and down really slow. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So one of my friends is coming over and he's really big and buff, but yeah. he just. He's like a big pair of bull, but just Little sweet at the bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was telling him about it, and I said, the car is out there, the car is out there. So he ran out there real quick, and he was like, don't you ever come back around here? I know who you are. I seen you at the clubs and stuff. And the guy just left. And oh, he yeah. never been around for, like, years later. But, yeah, that was the, other than that, that was the scariest and the most weirdest thing I ever had. But that is price, crazy. crazy. I didn't have nothing really weird or crazy. Well, kudos yes. to you for being able to trust fans and meet them and to have those sort of relationships after going through something like that. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think, like, the people who enjoy me and like me, I don't think they're there to hurt me. I think they just want a piece of me, you know, just to be around me, yeah. to talk to me and just have that moment with me. I don't mind giving it to them. Right. Just don't be crazy. Well, thank yeah. you for giving it to us I today. Yeah, I don't want to spray nobody in the face with my mace. Right. <laughs> oh no, they're exclusive. Right. <laughs> Jasmine Masters always has mates with her. 
No, but I can't imagine how hard it is to even avoid that because, you know, working in this industry, like, you have to promote, like, where you are and where you're performing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, mm -hmm. there's no way around it. Yeah. But you know what I, I, I stopped doing? Because I, I used to show up to the clubs in mm -hmm. drag, and I would leave in drag. Mm. Now, I just show up there, I get ready there, I take it off, and then I walk out the door. Ooh, That's incognito. Caught up in Jasmine, baby. You could be caught up in her when she on that stage, but when she, it's time to walk out the door, you gonna see a guy walking out. Right. So I, I hope that kind of stopped it. But now I never go. I never go straight home after I leave a club. Oh, that's, that's smart. smart. I didn't that's think so about. That's so smart. Yeah, I never go straight home. I make sure that that gas is filled all the way up. And honey, <laughs> I take a long route, and I make sure I'm watching behind me. Any cars that switch over, I'm watching to see what they're doing. Oh, wow. Wow. That's Jasmine amazing. got eyes in the back of her head, too, now. Right. Baby, you got to get me once. You won't get me again. Right. <laughs> Fool me once. That shame on you. Fool me twice. That's me. So. Uh, I don't want nobody stalking me without me letting, you know, let me know you stalking right. me. Right. Let me know. <laughs> I love it. So, wait, really quick, though. Um, Also, I wanted to ask you, this week, for me, I'm actually getting put under uh, anesthesia because <laughs> I have to get a procedure done because I, you know, I don't have a choice here. And I was like, oh shit, you know, watching, I was like, uh, Jasmine is not a fan of it. And you got horny? I got off, horny. Off no, that's that thick. No, I, I, no, no. I think Tiffany, crazy. I think Tiffany's. Oh, Tiffany did. Oh, yeah, sorry. Tiffany gets horny, honey. <laughs> uh-uh, wait a minute, Jasmine. You said that you woke up and was all over the, doc the doctors and the nurses. I was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was lit as hell, honey. They had I was I had to get a tube down my system because I had like an abscess in inside inside of me Ooh. and it was closing my, my swallowing tube. Oh so my god. I couldn't swallow anything. So they had to put me to sleep to put it down my nose. Wow. And when I woke up, I was lit. <laughs> But I was on them, but I wasn't on the kind of handle. I was just, I was on anything because I was falling over. Right. You was like, I just needed somebody to help me. I'm Please bad. help me to the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll think of you when I get it done this week. But Yeah, um... I told him not to talk to you about this because it's just going to spook him out a little bit. I was like, listen, you'll be fine. Take a little nap, wake no, up. No, you'll be fine, honey, because you know what? Honestly, it happened so quick until I didn't even realize, like, they was playing um, Aretha Franklin, Say a Little Prayer for You. And oh. I was the lady talking <laughs> on count to 10, right? So I'm thinking, now I don't want to do 10. I want to sing this song <laughs> so I can remember where I cut off. I said, the moment I wake up. And then you're gone. <laughs> and that was it. I was out of there. And when I woke up, it was a whole nother song on. Um, oh, I was, wow. You know, I kind of was making my brain get to like where I was at, what was going on. But, I mean, honestly, when you out, you're out. So, right. And then, and then that's it. You don't even know what happens. All right. Well, thank you for you that. you feel great. I mean, you do feel like, God, this is some strong shit. Yeah. <laughs> you feel good. Enjoy that. Just pray before. Enjoy. Just make a wonderful prayer uh, before. Yes. And just Joy. And we'll say a little <laughs> prayer for you. For you. <laughs> so what else is going on in the world of Jasmine? What do we? I know you have a busy day ahead yes. of you today. So what else we got going on? Especially in these times, like how have you been doing? And especially in this look, because you look amazing. I know y'all can't see at home, but Lord, I hope that you're not just going to be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> just take a walk or something. 
No, because that's how the stalkers come out, Lejeune. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, girl, I don't want to take a walk like this. You right. Too many Ooh. men out there. It's yeah. Cora. You mm. know what? I've just been taking this time just to relax um, and really just enjoy the time that I have off. You know? Yes. Because I've been doing this for like 27 years or so, and I've never taken like a break. You know, the only yeah. break I ever had from doing drag was when I was on the show or whatever. You know, the whole month, you can't do nothing. Yeah. But mm -hmm. even then, I kind of did like a little drag work behind the scenes and stuff. But to really have a whole almost a year break mm. and not stress about rent, not stress about money, not food and health and stuff, I've been really like, ooh, this is perfect for me because yeah. I give me time to enjoy the things that I had bought over the years. Yes. Like, my bed, my pillows that yeah. I, that I don't have a chance to really enjoy because I'm always gone. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been really good throughout this time, you know. Yes, no wants. Been very blessed about it. So, you yes, know, self care. I know. I'm very oh, happy. Yeah. Yes, it is did. very important, especially yeah. nowadays with everything yeah. going on. But uh, yeah, no, everybody looks, you know, good because we're all like finally taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, my skin is 100 percent better now. <laughs> All of this. <laughs> yeah, my feet are loving me because they haven't seen pumps. So. <laughs> right, exactly. Our, our bodies are just like the environment, which is clearing up now that pe folks oh, are wow. inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love Thank that God. i love that <laughs> but we thank you so so much for taking the time to chat with us today really yes. appreciate it and uh thanks for being you and i hope to chat oh, thank soon you. thank you i can't wait to do this again yes, oh, we can't wait either. <laughs> yes just let me know i'm ready anytime <laughs> boom that part all right thank you so much have a great day you. have a good one be safe out there love you oh, we will <laughs> bye 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 thank you so much Right, yes. That was a lovely call. Oh <laughs> my Jewish. I guess, <laughs> I guess we got the good on the NIU part, so there we are. Yeah, we good. NIU. <laughs> hey. No lawsuit? Okay. Right. Oh, right? <laughs> right. We got the okay. In case we need to run that back, Jasmine said, is we good. Yes, exactly. And then on this Sunday's episode of Brunch with Tiffany, we have Trixie Mattel, Nina Bonina Brown, yes. April Jones, and Cheryl Lee Ralph, y'all. Fun. So churning it out on that brunch. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. when I go to brunch with my friends, it's just not anything like these kind of brunches. Just putting it out there. I mean, mine kind of are. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. No, mine are a little like you know someone's disappearing to go give somebody a blowjob in the bathroom oh <laughs> oh i thought you were saying that yours are kind of like more tamed and i'm like oh, God, oh wait no. <laughs> right no yeah oh so yes oh it's a brunch brunch oh you're having brunch brunch, brunch. <laughs> it's okay. a brunch that's right what you call it, a drunk brunch <laughs> yes i like that I like that mm -hmm. <laughs> so on to rupaul's drag race vegas review we'll get cameron on the phone soon but first mm -hmm. some things to talk about so Four hours before one of the shows, Asia decides to move all of her belongings from the shared dressing room to the quick change area on the side of the stage. Mm -hmm. She's feeling pretty bummed about this whole thing because going into the residency, she's looking forward to sharing the dressing room with Naomi and Cameron because they are so close. Yeah, sisterhood, sisterhood. After that pajama onesie party, things clearly have changed. After hearing how Naomi feels from another person, a.k.a. Derek, and this whole thing hits close for Asia, which we already knew. 
it was deeper than yeah. just what was going on mm-hmm. because she's had previous situations where someone was considered a close friend, but trust was broken, leaving her feel betrayed because again, she doesn't have a tight family unit. Right. In Asia. So considers, you know, any other sister friendships. Yeah. Friendships family, family is who you choose. Yeah. Because in addition to like past drama with, with friendships, Family has once betrayed them and where mm-hmm. Asia was feeling like everything is good, but then all of a sudden you're being sent away. So this was literally like the same ex- childhood experience yeah. of feeling like, trauma, oh, wow, I thought we were good, but now I'm finding exactly. out that we're not. And especially because Asia was so open and honest, she was like, you know, I do feel like you are the weakest thing. So like I, she clearly thought they had that rapport where they could be honest with each other. And I think that's where this whole thing just like blew up in her face. So... It's just basically a punch to the gut that this is all happening because, as we're saying, she saw Naomi as a sister. Even when a producer asked how she felt in that one interview, Asia Mm -hmm. literally broke down in tears and just saying she's just so exhausted trying to show people what she sees within herself. And I just felt that. I was all like, oh, my God, this is so deep. And I don't think anybody realizes how deep this is. Yeah, it was really, really deep. And I felt it, too. I felt it in a couple of ways. I felt it in a way where I really felt the hurt from the past. But Mm -hmm. I also felt like I hope that you're spending as much energy hoping that people see what you see as you are to um, work on your issues so that you can present yourself to the world in the way that you want to be seen. So I just really hope that it's more than just like an effort of wanting people to see things and actually being proactive because honestly what we have to realize is that we're all human and we're all imperfect and we all act off of emotion at times yeah and so i come from different backgrounds that's right and we have different perspectives so we have to like work on ourselves and work on how we deal with others at times as well it goes two folds yes so Naomi was probably just as hurt because if you Asia, you think that you guys are sisters. Asia was probably just as hurt to hear from. I mean, Naomi was just as hurt to hear from her sister that sis thinks you're the weakest link. Yeah. So probably cried herself to sleep that night while she was like, fuck Asia. And then. Well, damn, I thought we were going to talk shit with each other on other people, not to each other. But again, and to Naomi, that's just a tricky a trick a tricky question. It was a shady question to ask in general yeah. and you got a shady answer back and so I'm not sure exactly what you really expected. Like there's a no win for that question. Yes. And in the process of Asia taking out her things, Naomi does stroll in and actually isn't in drag because remember she's been getting ready at home to avoid the negative energy in the room. So I was like, "Okay, this is growth." So Obviously, seeing Asia huffing and puffing, doing her thing, and she does ask if she's okay, and we got some dialogue going. Yeah. And Asia's just bringing up how her feelings are hurt and didn't feel she showcased an attitude in the dressing room or gave that negative atmosphere that Naomi is saying. Roll the but, tape! No, let me stop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which but no, again, yeah. when you feel like you're in a safe space and you're like, mm-hmm. I normally wouldn't do this in front of everyone, but easy, you might hear me bitch a little bit more than yeah. somebody else would <laughs> because I about? feel safe. Like, I can do that with you. You know yes. what I mean? No, I get it. And also, I didn't realize this either, but when she pointed out how in the show, Asia has eight different scenes and the other girls have three. Like, again, she's not bragging like, oh, I have all this more work, but she just feels that there's a lot more pressure on her. 
So didn't know that was like an added into the fold thing. So it's basically we don't get a resolution. Naomi's like, listen, if this is what you want, then so be it. Have right. fun. Right. So now, and the vibe is a little bit better in the room. Th- there was some some vibes happening. So Cameron is walking in and is not happy to hear that Asia moved out and went to the quick change area. Yeah. And saying how Asia was actually her stability since they've traveled the world together. Right. But understands how she needs her space. So but still Cameron is still like not here for this whole separation. So I would like to get Cameron's perspective on this whole thing. Right. Because we already know how everybody else feels. But Cameron, you know, sometimes tries to keep to herself. So let's get her on the phone. Yes. So important. Hello. <gasps> ring, 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 bitch. Bitch. Hey. Hi. Hi, guys. What's up? How are you? We good. are full of energy. How are you? Right. I'm good. It's a little early on the West Coast here, but I'm okay. You know what? It's good that I'm getting away. You guys will get me to the gym sooner. Good. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> we tried. Glad no, we can we, contribute to your greatness. <laughs> I know because we, we are not hitting the gym. So right. No, that. I'm struggling. <laughs> struggling. But we did see that you had a fun night with uh, Jeopardy last night. Oh gosh, here we go. You know, it's <laughs> it's honestly my own form of entertainment that I have chosen to videotape, um, and I, I'm glad that somebody else, at least one person, finds some entertainment from that. I yes. thought it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't know if you had an edible or whatever, but regardless, <laughs> <laughs> I was totally here for it. And um, I think the same thing. Sometimes when I watch Jeopardy, I'm like, wow, I am not Good, that great thank- or bright. But there we are. So did the reaction videos come out like during quarantine kind of things? Because we noticed there's yeah. a little series happening. Yeah, that is definitely um, a, a form of quarantine entertainment for myself. Um, yes. Those did those stars. Those didn't start during quarantine. <laughs> I love it. So are you rehearsing the salsa choreography at all during quarantine? Or is that is that engraved in your head? Because we know we, we had a little bit of trouble during rehearsals for the salsa choreography. I was so nervous for that salsa. <laughs> you made us so nervous. You did, but you killed it. Thank you. Um, yeah, if they called us and the show was coming back and I had to fly out, you know, next week, I would have no idea what to do. Um, no. All good. <laughs> we we I, would just have to re-choreograph it or something. Oh, I thought a nice salsa number was like riding a bike, you know? <laughs> uh, no. Like, no. He's like, miss, try it out yourself and then come back at me. Okay? Right. <laughs> we know that you weren't at the onesie pajama night, but what were your thoughts when you watched it? So I had, of course, heard what happened um, from everyone, but I had no idea uh, the visuals or the audio that we were going to get because I wasn't there. So um, it was it was just a moment. Um, I had actually suggested that we all do that. That was my idea for us to all get together and have a pajama and have a pajama night and like include the dancers in a moment. And then for me not to even be a part of it, it was like, well, fuck, damn it. <laughs> you dodged the bullet, no. <laughs> you could have gotten that truth. Uh, yeah, got- <laughs> I mean, it started off good because Naomi got to make out with Nick the dancer. No, that, so was, like, that was good. We're like, Wait till you go. see that. Then, I feel like oh, we need to talk more about that. <laughs> that was um that was uh I don't I don't usually watch pornography, but that was self-performing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was. 
I was like, uh-oh, someone's no, getting aroused. That um, was like <laughs> romance. That last little kiss at the end of the hand. I was like, I mm-hmm. love that. I, I do that too. I'm like, FYI, you forgot the LK and here we go. <laughs> yeah, that was hot. <laughs> So but then, good. so on top of all this, right? So there's tension amongst your closest sisters. You were then blindsided with the whole Andre situation and how the relationship wasn't going to work out because of distance, etc. And I had the same damn question that you did because I was like, why did he bring his ass all the way to Vegas if he was going to do this? So in your mind now, like obviously going through this and sorry to bring this back up, but would you have preferred that conversation happen over a phone call or FaceTime or I want to know. I mean, I, would, I think I would want a FaceTime call. Yeah, I mean, but I've been dumped over FaceTime calls before, and it does suck a little bit because you feel like you have no, you feel like you have no power of persuasion. <laughs> you know how yeah, you like, yeah. Persu- oh yeah, you, you want to persuade someone not to break up with you. So I mean, I guess in person it does feel like they didn't cop out and they put in the effort. So yeah. I, I guess I, I have to respect that a little. Yeah. I think yeah. that, yeah, it, it, there is a, a certain respect level. And then I don't know, like I'm, it's hard for me to just totally rip the bandaid off. I want to get a nice little last moment of intimacy since we're all here. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah. saying, let's just, let's just do this and then we can go our separate ways. But speaking of which, where did he go afterwards? Uh, Yeah. That was awkward. Um, he actually was Had flying. To stay with you, right? Well, <laughs> he was fl- <laughs> he was flying out uh, later that evening, so luckily oh. we didn't have to spend so much time together. Oh, you're lo- I had a whole two and a half year relationship, and we broke up, and we had to live together for three months. So Ugh. I was like, because <laughs> it no. is very yeah, awkward. That is very very rough. But are you still in contact with him now? Have you guys spoken since? Yes, we're still in contact. Um, I was, you know, just making sure that he was okay leading up to and prior to the episode because it is something that, you know, he's putting out there, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've been on TV before. So for someone to go through that and experience that, especially when some of my fans, you know, might <laughs> might not be too, might not be too happy with him on the internet, I wanted to make sure that he was okay. Yeah, Aww. and we saw that you posted too to make sure you're like, listen, we're good, <laughs> everything's fine, and everyone's you yeah. You, you know, you got to do the breakup post, so people yeah. are like, okay, it's it's amicable. It's That's fresh. really sweet, and I just have to say, by the way that it ended, it seems like you guys both have a lot of respect for each other. So, you know, I just had to ask, but I definitely felt like you guys, you know, were able to handle it in a mature way and still sort of keep it cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was pissed, but, you know, it is what it, <laughs> I mean, it, is, right. what it is. It is what it is, and especially when, you know, I saw your little moment when you're like, listen, this is where I deserve to be, so eat your heart out. And especially when you get to that point, when you're like, mm, yeah, he'll realize that this was a poor decision. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Vanjie said it, too, because she was like, you know, he, he knew what he was getting himself into coming into the spot. Yeah, so sorry that you had to go through all right, that. Right, me too. It is... Interesting, though, because like uh, we chat with our VH1 talent often on the podcast and they always bring up the DMs and how they check them out. So now how's your little DM situation going? Right. You know, I thought I would have seen the word guapo in my DMs more, but there were only a few. Um, No, definitely um, (laughs) less, less like uh, less. 
uh, what word am I trying dick to use? Pics? Damn, it's early. Uh, yeah, not uh, a lot of dick pics or like people coming on to me. More like just congratulations and like well wishes. So that's uh, good. I guess I'm happy for that. Let's, little let's... Slick, they're just trying to be discreet. They're trying to be like, oh, let me just ease my way. Well, that's then, my way. Yeah. When I yeah. when I do the DM, I'm like, oh hello, oh I'm so proud of you. Meanwhile, I have back a at the red. Agenda. You're like so yeah. proud of you. <laughs> yeah, they got that. They got that. They got that not safe for work picture. Just like waiting to send out. disappears so there's no proof (laughs) right but i you know after that whole romantic day you know that you did for homeboy it ended how it ended what are you gonna do but you did head over to naomi's cute cute place by the way and you guys linked up with Derek and vangie and we already know that you were a bit on edge because of what happened but did you expect to get into it about what happened at the pajama party no, I mean, I wasn't there, but clearly I do have an opinion because um, we've seen how the season has progressed and what's been happening. But um, they just asked me what my thoughts were on it. And to be honest, and I said, OK, well, if you really want. That. Right. <laughs> You're like, well, in that case, here you go. <laughs> here you right. go. X, Y, Z. And but yeah, I, I do agree with you that like, yes, issues have to be addressed, but in a certain manner. Yeah. Time and, and place. I feel that you handled the whole conversation pretty well and you put yourself in check like literally right away realizing that you were taking the frustrations that you had with Andre out on Derek. So you were just like, I'm sorry, I apologize. Because I was like, a lot of people aren't self-aware like that. So we're very proud of you. Yeah, We always applaud, uh, (laughs) what's that called? Self-awareness? What's that called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, there you go. Accountability? Accountability! There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to send that in a nice text. <laughs> well, I think it's like nobody, nobody's ever seen me raise my voice, ever. I don't think. No, I, I never have, yeah. I had friends, like childhood friends, like high school friends text me and they'd be like, what? Who's that person? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, clearly you guys have never seen me angry before. So yeah, that's that's a part of me too. <laughs> yeah. When you when you push the man to an edge, uh, you know, there's only so much we can take. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know, regardless, you know, regardless of what happened, you actually absolutely killed it on stage that night. So kudos to you for being able to have that laser focus and doing what you came to do, regardless of whatever energy is going around. But you know. We do have some good vibes going on, but we also know how Naomi felt about Asia's energy. And it's just very interesting how you consider Asia as your stability, seeing as though you guys have worked together in the past and have, you know, built a tight knit relationship in doing so. So how was it in the dressing room from your perspective? Uh, before or after Asia left? Such a great, great question. <laughs> like, I literally want to know before and after because it was so fascinating is that, you know, Asia expressed how what Naomi may have interpreted as negative energy was her feeling it was a safe space within the sisterhood, within the company that she kept. Was the... Um, super attention to detail and fierceness in making sure that these things are addressed. Was that distracting for you getting ready? I'm curious beforehand. You know, like I've, I've toured the world with both of them. So um, the thing with that energy, as far as Asia being in the dressing room is we're trying to put a, a show together that has a lot of nuts and bolts that our usual shows don't have. Mm. Um, 
you know, Asia does host the Work the World shows, but this one, she has a script. She has a script she has to follow. Everything has to be in place and in order. So when it's not, you know, nobody looks dumb except the person on stage. Right. The, the right. audience yeah. the audience doesn't care about what the the backstage crew is doing and if they're moving set pieces and the, the set piece doesn't make it in time and the curtain opens because the curtain person didn't know that the set piece wasn't there. You know, all these things have to be in line you know, in line for the show to look correct. And again, nobody looks stupid to the audience except the people on stage. So yeah. the frustrations are just there and, and it's, it's just like it, it, we expect things to be a certain way because we're doing our job so we need everybody else to do their job. And then what about the aftermath post the infamous move? <laughs> the um, move heard around the world. That, right. Yeah. The move heard around the world. Yeah. It, there there was a little less comedy and camaraderie in the dressing room and more just like me and Naomi having life conversations, which was mm. still fun. Um, and then, you know, every day it was, uh, you want to your playlist or my playlist? Your playlist or my playlist? That was the energy in the room after, after right. Asia left. And then, so when Naomi now, right, she moves her stuff over to Asia's station. And again, you're just like, oh, shit, this is going to be a situation. Because she's like, oh, feng shui, it keeps the room more open. Were you like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know if you should do this? Right now? Right now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The wound is a little fresh and you're putting some salt on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I... (laughs) I was like, well, I guess this just kind of uh, nixes any comebackeries of Asia. So um, Mm. I I just, again, tried to kind of stay out of it. But, um, you know, Asia ended up with her own nice little dressing room uh, out of the whole sitch. So, you know, good for her. Yeah, Yeah, for you for just trying to, like, stay as neutral as possible. I think you did a great job handling that. Right? I, I had nothing to say until they asked me. And then I had a lot to say. Right. Hello. (laughs) Well, John, the queen management assistant, broke the news to Asia, which hit her pretty hard. And we know that y'all were in the dressing rooms, but how was it to see her reaction when it actually aired, to see how hurt Asia actually was by it all? I mean, I knew that Asia was really, really upset. Just, you know, our our Uber rides back and forth. There there were a couple days, like, us getting our ride from our apartments to work that she didn't speak, even to me. She just had nothing to say. So Mm. uh, that was difficult. But I had not known that she was, like, had a breakdown, like, cry session. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, yeah, that's really hard to watch because um, I feel like she didn't even reach out to me with a lot of that she would talk about it but she wouldn't let me know how upset she was so yeah that yeah. sucks to that sucks to watch your friend cry like that yeah that's so tough and then especially to know that your friend felt like they couldn't come to you and you're like yeah. oh i'm here for you i love yeah. you yeah yeah and then john does get everybody on stage where randy makes an appearance so what was going through because again I, I think at the time y'all didn't know that asia had that moment so what was going through your mind like oh shit why is john bringing us to the stage Oh, God, here comes Randy. Right. I mean, again, there's so many things that can go wrong in a show. So I'm like, oh, what is this about? I mean, I had a little, like, inkling that this was like, oh, the backstage drama needs to, like, y'all got to get it together. Um, So I just knew that it was not about me because I'm an angel and I never do anything wrong. (laughs) I never do anything wrong. So you basically just came for the comments. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, listen, I got that salsa down, so I don't know who's checking for me. I'm right, speaking exactly. to the house now. Well, what do yeah. you want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the salsa is good, so I'm not the right. one in trouble right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm good. We got the hair flips going and we are tight. Mm-hmm. But in this week's episode coming up, we do see that you're getting a little flirty with Vanjie. 
okay? And there's a little <laughs> a little situation where y'all are like out to eat and some lady that has like a bun in her head is like asking you if you're single. Who who's this lady? Right. Oh, you cut out. I'm so sorry I didn't hear what you said. Oh, that's good. How convenient. <laughs> so the lady who asked if you were single, who is that? Is that like a f- Um, that is Vanjie's mom. Oh. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Hold and on to your hats, folks. I know. <laughs> Whoa. Oh We've gone off the rails. And <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you know, in the teasers, we do see a little lip lock session go down. But good for you. you know, yes. I can't thing. wait to see more. And then what else is going on in the world of Cameron? Um, well, we are starting um, some, you know, we've been doing the drive and drag shows so people can actually yes. go see drag again. Um, and I know in certain states, people can go to brunch and stuff. But, you know, in a lot of cities, and a lot of states, you know, you can't go to a bar and see a drag show. So these drive and drag shows are so fun. And we're starting a new one called Halloween Drive and Drag, which we just announced today. Yes. Uh, so wow. we'll be touring, um, I think, Philadelphia, Boston, New York, San Francisco, and one other city I can't remember. But we're doing a Halloween-themed drive and drag. Wow! I know, Fun. yeah. Legina and I are going to go to one because uh, I want to experience... I never... You know, we've experienced drag in every type of venue, but not like a drive-in. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think anybody really has. Really? So, yeah, and what great better idea. time than now? <laughs> yeah. So Easy perfect, death, but... It's a date. Boom, let's go. <laughs> Halloween, we're dressing up. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. We know it's earlier on the West Coast, so we do appreciate you and your time. Of yes, course. Thank, thank you guys so for much. having me. Of course. Have a great day. Thanks for being you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. All right, that was a nice conversation with Miss Cameron Michaels. Yeah, it was. She's like Switzerland. What's that country that doesn't, that stays neutral? Switzerland or Yeah, Switzerland, Sweden? I think. Sweet. Oh. Now you got me now. I'm not sure if it's Switzerland or Sweden. Well, either of those, good for you. Okay, Keeping it neutral. I always try to mind my business too, but sometimes it's hard when you have like, when you're in the middle. It really is hard. And like Taj was telling me about this drama that was happening in school back in the days when you could go there. And Mm. I was like telling Taj, like, Taj, you don't have to get involved. And he was like, you can't choose both sides. And I was like, what in the world? (laughs) Is this like the art of war? Or am I talking to my child? Like, what is happening? But yeah, keep it cute and neutral. I got to take Cameron can help give me some Zoom classes for helping me and Taj to stay neutral as well. I'm I'm sure that's the first thing Cameron's trying to do with you. All right. Lejeune, that brings us to another close of the podcast. Your favorite time. Oh my gosh, I get so much excited because it all happens so fast <laughs> every what time. What are we dedicating today's episode to? Wow. You guys, in the in the in the spirit of conflict resolution, could I please get a drum roll, please? <laughs> this episode is dedicated Ooh. to the production meeting that Randy, the head of the production company that is running this Vegas show, called <laughs> to help resolve this conflict with Asia moving out of the dressing room. The reason why I dedicate this episode to this moment is because it is a universal reminder, folks. If we cannot handle our issues head on, the universe will step in and handle them for us. So ladies and gentlemen, if something's going down, Feel free and feel open and try to do the best that you can to deal directly with the person that you're having conflict with before RuPaul has to find out, y'all. Okay. Period. And so that's more of a lesson, not 
<laughs> today's lesson of the day that's is... right you're right today's dedication is a lesson of the day <laughs> deal with it head on because if you don't randy's gonna call a meeting and rupaul's gonna find out point exactly. blank and there you go point blank period all right so that is a wrap on episode 73 of vh100 please make sure to subscribe comment on itunes and remember to spread the word and of course be sure to follow the official instagram pages for vh1 rupaul's drag race and brunch with tiffany and of course put an at in front of all that or it's not gonna work you'll just be like writing words Exactly. For example, I am at Easy Manoli. That's E Z M A N O L I. That's right. And I'm I am L A June, like the month, you know. Exactly. And while we're getting all social, mm. be sure to use your voice and bring justice for Brianna Taylor, mm. Jacob Blake, George Floyd, of course. That's right. Say that. And to anyone else who has fallen victim to police brutality, we stand with you and we're sending love and light to the families of all victims. Exactly. So to everyone listening today, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Mm -hmm. us and keep it 100. That's right. VH100 is brought to you by VH1 and Revolver Podcasts.